we interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to bring you what I call an actual rain on your parade episode, where if you like Riverdale, you're going to meet me. <laughs> no, I started out giving Riverdale a chance and I kind of, I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed watching it. Even when it got a little ridiculous, I was like, this is so ridiculous. It's funny. I watched the most recent episode last night. I think it's called Next Normal. I guess there's a musical called that that I've never even heard of. And I'm like, are these the songs from the musical? Because they're not even songs. Like at one point, Jughead just suddenly starts dating Tabitha, his boss. She owns Pops now, which is like, you're ruining everything about the show on purpose. What is going on? Do you hate yourself? Do you hate the show? What is going on? I feel like the person who's writing it now hates the show and wants it to be as bad as possible. And it's so predictable that it's like, it's not even ridiculous in an unpredictable way. Like, there's a teenage girl who came out to her parents and then they kicked her out and it was sad and everything. But Tony's like, she doesn't have a home. And I'm like, she's definitely going to be adopted by Cheryl. And my mom, who's watching with me, was like, why do you think that? And I was like, because she's got red hair. And it's like... <laughs> Spoiler alert, she did. That's exactly what happened. It's like, she's going to have Cheryl as after. And my mom's like, how do you know that? And I was like, she's got red hair. So obviously Cheryl's going to adopt her. And that's as much thought as they put into this. Like, oh, she has red hair. Like, Cheryl adopting a kid? Like, no, dude. I just don't see it. Cheryl has her own, like, cult now. And it's like, this is, y'all... <laughs> and Cheryl is still entertaining because Mad Madeline Madeline I mean the actors gosh I love all the actors a lot like in real life they're trying their best <laughs> and it's so sad because I, I just at one point was like you know I really just want to pluck Lily Reinhardt out of this show and put her in something good so bad because she is doing everything Machinamic freaking was in Twin Peaks. She was Shelly. Freaking gorgeous still. And she's gorgeous. And she's, you know, Machin is amazing. So it's like, these actors deserve better than this. Even the ones that are new actors who, you know, we have a Disney Channel star on here. But all the actors are good. It's just... They're trying their best, you know, with the material. It's so sad because I'm like, I just want them to have something better. I just want him, I want them to have something better to work with because I like them all and they're all pretty cool people. But like, also some of them are super good at acting, especially Lily Reinhardt. So I'm like, what are you doing to Lily Reinhardt? Like she is, she deserves so much better than this. She is doing everything with every scene she can, every scene she's in, she's trying so hard and it's so sad. Like, <laughs> it's so sad. But I was watching it, and it was just so terrible. At least they let Betty sing, you know? So it's like, what? Anyway, <laughs> like, Betty was singing, and I was like, I'm, I'm here for that. At least, At least they're letting her sing. Like, they haven't let her sing in forever, and I'm like, She's the best singer on this entire show. And you're not letting her sing. And she she sung finally. So I was like, well, at least that's happening. Because a singer. And I was like, I just, I don't care what she's singing about. The songs are stupid. Like, I'm sorry to the people that like the musical or wrote the musical. But I don't feel like most of the songs in this either weren't part of the musical. Or they added two, add, added words to the songs from the musical. Or maybe in context it would have been better. Because they're taken totally out of context. And she's like, it's about a perfect family. Who's who's like this mom who wants to have a perfect family and they're less than perfect. And I'm like, I think having a serial killer for, for a father and a girl who... And your sister getting murdered and, and your brother also being a serial killer. Like, that's a lot less than, you know, a little off from perfect. Like... No, <laughs> this, is, this is way out there. Like, it's way beyond. It's like, we're not a perfect family. I would I would say so, Betty. I would say you're, you're definitely not. Like, 
the farthest thing, the farthest from it. Like your dad was a freaking serial killer. Your brother also pretended to be in the FBI or was in the FBI, but he was secretly a serial killer. Like you didn't even know about him. And they did this whole storyline where it's like, they thought they knew her brother, but it was actually her brother's gay boyfriend. You know, like it was so dumb. Like, like seriously. And Chick and Charles, oh, it's so, like, it started falling off the cliff, like, <laughs> with um the cliffhanger. <laughs> like, after season one, it was like, wow, this show is wild, you know? But it's like, at least, you know, when Betty's dad was a serial killer, you know, it was still, it was way too ridiculous at that point. But at least we had things like, Cheryl Blossom was, like, a master of archery. Give me my archery queen and Cheryl. Like, that was amazing. You know, <laughs> seeing Cheryl being an, a master archer, like, and stuff like that. It's like, at least, you know, and Cheryl burning down her house, like, the mansion, you know, Thornhill, with, like, a candelabra. Like, that's ridiculous and over the top. But it's at least, like this sort of like Lestat type of flamboyant ridiculousness that's fun and interesting instead of like and even like when they had those drugs that were called like what was it jingle jangle and they were pixie sticks and I'm like this is ridiculous but like I thought they were having fun but now it's not fun <laughs> it's like they just it's like no no, I just feel like it's just bad. It's just bad now. And I was thinking about this episode from season one, this one scene, and, and you know, I was talking about this phenom this thing that I like in shows anyway, where they have good song moments, you know, versus, like, the editing of the show and, like, what scenes they put the songs in the moments, you know, and they had this... I guess, I think it's, it was like prom or a dance or something. And like Luke Perry was there, which made it even sweeter because I miss him and I love him. But like we had, and they're not even like, they're not even like close to the best singers on the show. I mean, they're decent, but it's just, you know, it's not like a musical moment. It's more of like, Instead of having these musical moments where we just see people singing, like you're trying to, you know, show people can sing. It's like most of the cast can sing. Most actors can sing. Um, anyway, so it's like, okay, you know, we don't need a scene of like somebody singing and that's it. Like this was like, they actually kept the show going and the plot moving. The scene where they were at a dance and Archie and Veronica are singing Kids in America you know, at the dance, and, you know, Betty is already suspicious that they've, like, went and told the police to search FP's house, but we get, like, cuts back and forth from the dance of them singing, and Betty being suspicious, and Cheryl getting upset and leaving because she can't take, like, the fun times because she's upset about Jason, like, and then we cut to the police searching FP's house, and, it's very intense and and action-packed and, like, emotional. And so it's, like, this is what you should be doing at musical moments is, like, doing things like this. And it's one of those good moments where it was, like, the editing is well done. They picked the right song for it because it just seems cheerful in a, in a way. But you're also seeing, like, you know, the police searching his house and, like, FP is kind of, like, low-hanging fruit you know, that you don't want them to, like, find anything because, you know, it's Jughead's dad and he, you know, of course they suspect him, but, like, we think he probably is innocent and he's likable, so it's, like, we don't want him to go to jail, so it's, like, Betty feels bad for him and all this, so he's kind of, like, the low-hanging fruit in the town because he's the, you know, gang leader or whatever. It's just... They're, they're dogpiling onto FP because he's easy target, you know, because of course he's suspicious because he's in a gang and he's poor, you know, <laughs> and it's like, there's a lot of like stakes here and like, you know, if you're a decent person, you just want them to give FP the benefit of the doubt, at least because, you know, 
the only reason he's a suspect is because he, you know, and the only reason he's got to be in this gang is to, you know, because he lives on the poor side of town and, like, you know, they have to stick together. And, like, later you even find out that, like, the South Side, you know, was, the South Side Serpents came about because of, like, Native American people who had been, like, colonizers had came and stole, like, Riverdale from them. And, like, I like that thread, too, like, of them being, like, the only reason people on this side of town are poor is because we, it was like the Native American people trying to hold on to each other and form a group, a group, a gang to stay together, you know? And so it's like, I can go with this. This is like, you know, a good point to bring up and a good, because they were celebrating like Riverdale's Founders Day and like Tony Topaz and like other people were, you know trying to tell the truth, like, oh no, the guy who founded Riverdale, like, actually massacred Native people, and it was like, I'm glad they're bringing this up, you know, and so, like, anyway, the whole scene, though, of, of, like, them singing Kids in America, it's like, when you watch that, even individually, you're like, oh, this is, this show could be interesting, it looks interesting, it's well made, you know, it looks like a CW teen mystery, but that's what it is, so it's like, you know, at least it looks like a TV show, you know, like it looks like an actual TV show. And, you know, what I was seeing last night in this so-called musical, it was just a bunch of scenes like thrown together as if like some kids in high school were trying to make a movie, you know, that's what it looked like. And, and things were not well done. Like, and I know these people can sing, like, Betty can sing, you know, Lily Reinhardt and Kevin Keller, uh, Casey, Casey, uh, I can't remember his last name, Casey Cott, who plays Kevin Keller, he's a great singer. Like, him and, him and Lily are, like, the best singers on the show. And they had a scene where they were singing together, and I'm like, oh, they just wanted an excuse to sing together because they're friends and they thought it would be fun, probably. But it's like, I'm okay with that, but, like, there was a scene where, like, the song went way down and she was, like, singing softly and he's like, hey, don't do that! And it's like, why are you singing so loud at this moment? Like, it doesn't... And I don't feel like that's Casey's fault. I feel like they just were like, we're gonna use this take in a random moment. Like, I don't feel like they sung it together and he didn't know that when, you know, because <laughs> they obviously didn't sing live while they were filming, you know, their acting parts. Um... So when he was recording the music, he probably didn't know how he was supposed to be sounding. And they didn't tell him, like, hey, kind of bring it back a little because that's just going to be, like, way in your face all of a sudden. And um, they didn't even bother, like, fixing it. So it's like, you, you like, recorded this and you didn't go back and re-record this. Like, you could have easily... Like, it was just so out of place. And then there was this, like... Tabitha and Jughead getting together suddenly and it, it was so sudden and it's like nobody wants this and it you know it's not just a shipper thing of like I don't want them together it's like they've had no chemistry they've had no build up to this there's nothing here you know to build you're 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 just throwing people together like randomly that haven't had history or a build up to this like there's been several episodes where they didn't even see each other, and he was kind of leaning more towards Betty, like, oh, she saved me from this rat king. Yeah, that was a thing that, yeah, stupidity. And, um, <laughs> you know, but it was looking more towards, like, the idea that he wasn't completely over Betty. And it's like, you know, it's not just a shipper thing, like, I want him with Betty. It's like, you just drop that. You just drop things. You just build up one thing and drop it completely to go jump to another thing. And it's not just this. It's, like, a bunch of things they do. And, like, there was a song between, like, Tabitha and Jughead. And at one point she's at dinner with her parents. And he comes over and he's like, hey. And she's like, hey. And he's like, I'm sorry I was late. And I'm like, this is not how songs work. This is a conversation. <laughs> Like, I don't know if this is in the original song, but if it, if it's in the original musical, that musical has to suck if these are the songs, because this is not how songs work. Like, this is not a thing. You know, it was so ridiculous. And I'm like, 
and they were just jumping from one song into the next song and it's like you're this is not how musicals are supposed to work you're supposed to build up to like songs that match the situation and a lot of them didn't even match the situation and it was like and when it didn't they just like said things that they were going to say but sang them instead it seemed like and it was like what is going on like what is happening like and I feel like that probably wasn't part of the original song where he's like hey and she's like hey and he's like I'm sorry I was late but it's like I don't know if that was part of the original play of the musical, but it's just like, what are you doing? It seems like you're just like jumping into song randomly and, and, you know, at least with like the Carrie musical like episode, they were like having to sing, you know, for a musical they were doing at the school and you got to see them sing in those parts and it wasn't just like random people bursting into song randomly for no reason. You know, it's like <laughs> we're having conversations through song and it's like they just don't care about like how unrealistic this is and it's just not, I can't imagine any of this stuff happening in season one. Like, n you know, like I'm, I mean, and they haven't even, I, I would prefer it because like they had like what, we thought was going to be like an alien Mothman storyline and it turned out not to be a real alien. I'm like, why? You you think that's too unrealistic? Like, like, <laughs> but I'm like, I have to rewatch this whole thing because I do a podcast about it because I want to see where it went wrong like was I just holding on out for hope that it was gonna like be okay and, and and was I naive to think that they you know when they started being ridiculous or when they were ridiculous from the beginning but it was like fun ridiculous stuff you know not just a hundred percent ridiculous they, they would throw in like a little bit of ridiculous stuff like randomly Kind of like the new Shira when they have to call people Spinnerella or, or you know, Glimmer or Bo, you know, or uh, Mermista. Like, they kept the original names, you know, but they were like, we're just going to go with it. You know, <laughs> like, we're just going to go with it and pretend like, you know, it's not a big deal that she's named Spinnerella, you know, because she spins things or whatever. Like, it's too on the nose. Like, all the names from the original Shira were too on the nose to the point of ridiculousness, but, like, they allowed them to keep the same names in the remake of Shira. but even though it's a cartoon, you know, they were like, we're not gonna let this, like, dictate how ridiculous it is, because we're not gonna be, like, ridiculous like that. We're just gonna call them that and just go on about it, like, and act like it's not ridiculous, you know? It's like, I'm okay with that. Like, calling the drug Jingle Jangle... Okay, I thought you were just making a little silly joke. Like, you know, I thought you were being ridiculous, like, as a joke. Like, we'll call it Jingle Jangle. Like, I'm here for, like, these little things. That it's like, we can be ridiculous a little bit at the time. Because it's funny, you know, or we're we're laughing at ourselves. Because it's, it's the Archies, so we gotta be a little ridiculous. Because the Archies is a comic, you know, that was a little campy or whatever. Like, that's fine. And even when you go and, and put, you know, Cheryl as this archery master, she looks awesome as an archery master. And they just drop that. She just, they just drop it. And that's what, it's like, it's not even the fact that you're being ridiculous. It's that you build up, like, plots and storylines for no reason and just drop them and jump to something else when you get bored with that. And it's like, what are you, it's like somebody who's writing bad fan fiction. And I'm not against fan fiction, but this is like bad fan fiction. It's like bad Archie fan fiction. And it's like the first season, they wrapped everything up. Everything made sense. You know, they dropped, they peeled the onion. You know, it was a mystery. And with a mystery, you have to slowly peel an onion. And they did that. You know, they peeled back the layers. They had, you know, suspicious things. They dropped some like hints. And left things, you know, a mystery. Like, oh, what? Why was Archie at the lake when Jason got shot? Oh, he was with that teacher, whatever. 
you know, Mrs. Whatever her name was. I, uh, and it's like, <clears throat> but they actually had storylines. You know, they actually had storylines. Like, Alice was the, like, reporter, and now she's just not. And she was secretly working with the FBI whenever she was in a cult. She was actually there to spy. And it's like, oh, we don't want this to be the... They just throw in a twist in the middle instead of having it planned out from the beginning. And they... But <laughs> that even is giving them too much credit. Because it's like, they're just writing stuff and being like... Oh, Cheryl's cool at art, good at archery suddenly. And it's like, okay, well, fine. She looks cool, so I guess I'll accept it. But then, like, it's like we never see her hold a bow and arrow again. It's like, can't we see more of that? We can't bring it back, you know? And it's like, it could have been useful at certain times. But it's it's just like, you didn't go with anything. Like, Archie went to Juvenile Hall, and then he got, like, into this underground fight club. And then he, like, fought a bear with his bare hands. And then he went to war and fought in the World War One, Two, II, and Three in Vietnam and like it's like, dude, like what war is this? Why are you wearing that kind of helmet? You look like you're at Vietnam. Like what <laughs> what year is this? And it's like this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense and it's also bad. Like I'm okay with it being ridiculous or like suspension of disbelief or whatever, but it's like there's a certain time, you know, even accepting all that suspension of disbelief and ridiculousness for the sake of, like, just being silly. This is bad. It's bad at it. It's like, you're not even being good at it. And the people working for this are not even being good at it. And it's like, the actors even are, like, not trying as hard, you know. <laughs> it's like, they have to know. I just, I'm like, how, how are these people, like, okay with this? How is Cole Sprouse sitting up there being like, this storyline, I'm here for it. I'll do it. It's like, I would have quit by now. Like, F, like Skeet Ulrich was like, I'm out. I'm out. And, like, him becoming sheriff, I'm cool with. Because it's like, you were the leader of the gang and you switched to being the sheriff. Okay, whatever. Like, but even when he was a sheriff, he was useless. He was useless as a sheriff. They don't need a sheriff. And, like, Archie comes back to town and is like, I'm going to save this town. I'm going to build a fire department and be the fire department and also a teacher. Like, Archie, you're not Barbie. You can't do every job. And it's like, they just want him to have all the jobs so that he can, like, do be a fireman for one episode and then be a doctor in the next one and be, you know. And it's like... <sighs> I get tired even thinking about all the bullcrap and like suddenly Archie's got this like problem with like PTSD and like he had a, f a dog at the war that he couldn't save and the dog's name was Bingo but then suddenly they're like Bingo was not a dog it was a man and I'm like nope 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 I'm out I'm out I just can't take it anymore like there are so many names that are available that can fit with a dog or a person and bingo is not one of them find me a human being that's actual name is bingo and i will shut up but no i don't think that's gonna happen and i'm like no no and not a nickname either like an actual name like somebody's actual name no nobody is named bingo and the amount of names that you could have that work for a dog and a person both. And you chose the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> you know? My mom. We were watching the musical episode last night. The, the, you know. And it's all just kind of like a fever dream of Alice's. And yet, you know, Tony and Fangs are singing to each other too. And it's like, are they part of her fantasy? Her hallucination? I don't think so. Like, you can't just... Be like, oh, well, everybody's singing because she's hallucinating. You have to have a reason, you know? And it's like... <sighs> but they don't they don't have one. It's just... It's it's crazy. It's, it's so bad that I just... I don't like it. And I'm glad it's almost over. And I think the next episode is called, like... R.I.P. Riverdale question mark. And I'm like, please let the answer be yes.
Like, honestly, I want it to be over. Like, <laughs> and I know I could just stop watching it, but I'm like, there are people that still watch this and take it seriously. Are there people that still watch this and take it seriously? Because I just, like, I stopped taking it seriously. I mean, I never really took it that serious to begin with, but even when I was like, oh, this is fun, you know, like, it's just, it's so bad. But it's like, I don't care if you want to be ridiculous or a teen show or whatever, that's, you know, but you're just, it's not even good. It's not even good stuff. And it's so random and you drop plot lines and storylines and story arcs. And this dude thinks that he's going to be making the next Pretty Little Liars. Like, <sighs> And I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to be mean to the writers. But it's like, who is writing this? Like, you can't put all the blame on Roberto. Because it's like, is he writing this? Or is he, like, sourcing? Is he, like, farming out writers for this? Like, who is doing this? To, to the world. Because <laughs> like, it just seems like at first it was like it was ha had a track that it was on and it just went off the rails. And not in a good way. Like, you know, people complain about loss. Like in certain seasons things went off the rails. But it's like at least it still looked like a television show. show. Like this doesn't even look like a TV show anymore. It just looks like a bunch of kids running around recording things and being like look I made a movie because I threw all these scenes together like that's what it felt like and it's like <sighs> and nothing goes with anything else it's like they got one person working on Veronica's storyline and you know it seems like everything's just thrown together and nobody's like storylines overlap with each other hardly and it's like none of this is good like <laughs> I there was even a certain point where I was like, you know, even from the beginning, I'm like, I don't care about Archie's storylines because his always kind of sucked. And Veronica's too. But it just, Archie was in the mob. He fought a bear. Like, there, and won. And it's like, Archie's Superman, y'all. Like, I, I just... But at least even the mob storyline, even though it was ridiculous, like if you say, like, Archie joined the mob, that's ridiculous. But at least in the show, they had, a, like, a gradual, you know, process of him, you know, because of Hiram Lodge, you know, like, he got close to Hiram Lodge. And it's like, he didn't just go out and join the mob. Like, Hiram Lodge was like, we need to keep this town safe to protect your dad because, you know, when, when Fred got hurt. And it's like, at least there was a natural progression to a storyline, you know, <laughs> at that time. So it's like, even back then, like, they they were better at it. <sighs> and things slowly developed. Now it's just like, we're going to quickly jump from one storyline to the next. Like, it doesn't even matter. There's no build up to anything. Even them catching the bad guys this time, like, the supposed to be the climax of the show was just like, Oh, let's just go over there and fix it. Like, suddenly. And it's like, this is just happening quickly. Like, we stop caring about it even. Like, and then you're just going to quickly solve the problem and then just go do it. Like, I just... I can't deal. I can't deal. You know? <laughs> like, the, even the resolutions to things are so bad. So I'm like, what happened? I mean, it wasn't, like, the best show ever to begin with, but it's like... At least you could, like, watch it, and it was a show, and you could recognize it as a, as a thing. It looked like a TV show. <laughs> it had, like, a plot and interconnected plots for the characters. And, you know, even with some of the things are just so bad. Like, Kevin going out into the fox forest to hook up with guys. Like, I don't like that storyline at all. I'm like, that just is, like, what that's not a thing I don't know what that is about and why would that even happen and why are you making it happen 
Like, why are you making it a thing? And then people picking up, like, sex workers off the side of the road and, like, truckers doing that. And it's like, this is a thing that's been going on in Riverdale, like, off the lonely highway. And it's like, oh, gosh. Like, Riverdale used to be a nice town. <laughs> With Pops Donner, but now they got Coyote Ugly, which I don't care about that. It's just that, like, you know, it just got more, it just got worse and worse and worse until it's just like, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. And the breaking point for me was totally, like, when Archie said his dog's name was Bingo, but then it was not a dog. And I'm like, no, no. It's just like, where are these storylines going? They're not going anywhere. They're just like a roller coaster of like storylines where it's like, we're just going to drop this storyline, maybe bring it up later if we feel like it. Like, they're just like doing whatever they want. And like, it makes no sense. And like I said, it's like a bad fan fiction. Like, they get bored with one storyline, so they just drop it out of nowhere and then bring up another one. And then, you know, later if they think of it, they'll, you know, resolve it or something. Like, it's like, this is the worst thing. And it's it wouldn't be so bad if I hadn't seen the other things made by these people. Like Nancy Drew. I, I, I just stopped watching it. Um, it's so bad. It's not even Nancy Drew. I'm like, this is... You just named her Nancy Drew and that's it. Like, that's the only similarity is the name. Because she's not... You know, there's like a ghost. It's like, Nancy Drew is not about this. And there's no... It's so bad. It's bad. It's like bad straight off from the beginning. So bad. And Sabrina got cancelled. I didn't even watch it. Katie Keene got cancelled. It was only watchable because the characters were likable and Lucy Hale was in it. The actors were doing enough. You know? Like, it was bad. Like, the plot lines were stupid. But Lucy Hale was entertaining and, and like some of the other actors were just entertaining to watch. That's about it. The plot lines were dumb. Um, <laughs> they were. But, you know, that was the only one that was even watchable a little bit. And that's probably 99% because of Lucy Hale, you know. But it's like everything he makes gets canceled like within a like one season and Riverdale started out okay and got people attached because it was made okay to begin with you know the first season was pretty good and and tricked everybody into thinking it was going to be okay and then got people you know mostly probably who still watches it as shippers and that's all I see on Twitter literally the only people I see on Twitter that still watch it are shippers who are like still arguing like over is Betty going to be with Archie or Jughead? And it's like, like, who even cares at this point? Like, who cares if the whole town of Riverdale goes up in flames? I, it's just like, are you still, like, do you still care about that? Like, who, you know, for all we know, like, Betty and Jughead could get married in the finale, even though he's with Tabitha now. It doesn't mean anything, because the next episode he could be married to Betty and then by the, you know, in the last 10 minutes of that episode, she's going to jump out the door and, like, leave him for Archie. You know, like, and then in the last one minute of the show, she's going to change her mind again and go back to Jughead. Like, that's how, like, these storylines work. Like, Veronica spent this whole, like, past, like, season trying to get a divorce from Chad, who we don't even know, but he's a jerk. Like, in a show full of, like, awfulness, Chad was even worse than Archie. Like, <laughs> like Archie's just stupid. Like, he's not a bad person. He's just stupid as heck and a boring character. But it's like, Chad was a bad, like, person. <laughs> and, and But she, Veronica spent the whole season trying to get a divorce so she could be with Archie. And she's with Archie for all of five minutes after her divorce. And is like, I'm bored now. And I'm like, okay, then. Like, with Chad, she was like, I don't want to live this New York life. I want to go back to my hometown of Riverdale and settle down. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then she did. And she was with Archie for, like, ten minutes. And she was like, I don't like that anymore. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. You know? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Every ten minutes, you're going to change your mind. You know? And it's like, ugh. 
so the shipping is pointless because, you know, they could be together this 10 minutes, but the next 10 minutes it's going to change. So it doesn't even matter. <sighs> anyway, I'm just going on a huge rant and maybe I don't need to like, maybe this can be my Riverdale episode. <laughs> I don't want to rewatch it. Because I just don't feel like it, you guys. It's just so tough. Like, it's enough to... Like, it's it's been hard getting through it. And I hope the next episode is the last one ever. And, uh, I mean, honestly. Because it's like, they hooked me in with season one. So I had to finish it. Just because I'm also... Because I'm, like, OCD like that. And that's like... I, if I got one more, I might as well finish it. But, like... I don't know if I could do another season. Like, it's hard for me to drop shows because I feel like, you know, I'm giving up. But I had to with Nancy Drew and, and and even Batwoman. Like, I dropped them both. With with Batwoman, I dropped them because they lost Ru 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 Ruby Rose. It's like, she almost died for that role. <laughs> like, she literally almost died making a, an episode of that. So it's like... It's just not going to be the same. I was watching it pretty much because of Ruby Rose. Because I like her. But uh, okay. Or I like them. But it's just. <sighs> and people had a problem with Ruby playing Batwoman to begin with. But I don't know. <laughs> But I'm like, I, Batman was, Batwoman was not good enough to be watching to begin with. Like, I would set through episodes and Alice was kind of entertaining. I like Ruby. You know, they were entertaining. But it was just like, almost not worth it. <laughs> and so when they got a new person to play Batwoman, I was just like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> and I don't even know who makes that. But, uh, you know. It's just some shows you're just like, this is hard to get through. And I'm like trying to be more like when something doesn't bring me joy while I'm watching it. I just need to tell myself I have to drop it because I have such a compulsion to like, well, I have to finish it since I started it, you know, and it's like, you don't have to, you can drop it. And I drop the stand, you know, after a certain character died, I'm like, well, I'm not going to watch this anymore. I couldn't get into Manifest, so I dropped it, you know, and it's like, I, if I can't get into it, I'm just not going to watch it. I don't need to have this compulsion to, like, have having seen everything. Like, you know, when people are like, have you seen this? It's like, not yet. I'm going to watch it because people say it's good. But, like, and there's a lot of stuff that I refuse to watch because I know I won't like it. <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, I think I might like it. So I start watching it and then I don't like it. So I just continue watching it so that I can complete it. Like, it's a task that I need to perform. <laughs> it's like, you don't have to watch it all the way through. You could stop watching it forever. And it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to drop things that I don't want to watch. And so I dropped Manifest because I couldn't get into it. And, um, you know, I'm not saying it's bad because I don't really have any complaints. I just couldn't get into it. Um, yeah, I just wasn't interested. And it, I love Josh Dallas. But I, I just didn't like it. <laughs> and I might watch it when it's on Netflix. Um, like all the way when the new season comes out. But I was trying to watch it over from the beginning. And like I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> Even if I watch it. Like I haven't seen season 3 or 4. But season 1 and 2 are a blur to me. Because I didn't pay much attention. And um, even if I watch it again. Or you know continue watching it. I'm I'm just gonna like skip through the first two seasons because I've seen them technically, and it's not something I want to rewatch. Uh, that's why I want to do this like podcast about Riverdale that I've been doing just now, and it's like <sighs> a part of me wants to rewatch it because season one was good, and I want to see like was it really good. 
Or was I just desperate for a show to replace Pretty Little Wires and I was in a vulnerable state? You know? <laughs> was I vulnerable and they took advantage of that or what? <laughs> like, I want to see what it's like actually. But judging from this one scene that I'm talking about where they're singing Kids in America and like the editing's good, it looks like a TV show. Even if you hate this or don't think this is good, like, I just watched it on YouTube. I'm like, this looks like a TV show. At least this looks like a TV show. It looks like something professionally done by people who are making a TV show. And not just like, you know, students in film class in the ninth grade, like submitting scenes cut together for some reason. Bullcrap. You know, they would get a bad grade even. Like, <laughs> the singing was good. People's voices are good. The actors are good at acting. I know that, especially from Madchen, you know, seeing her in Twin Peaks. I know she's a good actress. These actors are too good for the show. <laughs> even the new ones, you can tell, are good, too good for the show. You know, even the ones you haven't seen in other things. You know they're too good for this. Like Cole Sprouse, it's like, you didn't even need to do acting. I thought you quit acting. You come back for this. And at first, it was really good. And he was cute as heck as, like, little drug He doesn't even wear his beanie anymore. It's like, you get you get rid of the beanie and everything? This is not the show I, I committed to. The, you're not the same show I fell in love with. <laughs> I didn't fall in love with it the same way I thought it did, like, Mr. Robot or Jessica Jones or Stranger Things or Pretty Little Liars. But even Pretty Little Liars, with all its faults, always was a professional TV show. And it was never this. You know, it was never this. The worst... The worst Pretty Little Liars got is, like, the best Riverdale got, you know what I'm saying? The worst parts of Pretty Little Liars are the best, are on the same level as the best parts of Riverdale. I mean, honestly. But I still enjoyed watching it, and I still, you know, they hit on, they handled the student-teacher relationship thing a lot better than on Pretty Little Liars. That's the only thing that it has over Pretty Little Liars is, like, the way that, like, F, uh, Fred Andrews was like, Archie, you're a teenager. It's not your fault. You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, at least they did that. You know, as far as, like, social justice, they're pretty good about all that stuff. But it's like, uh, that stuff deserves a better show, too. <laughs> like, I know you're trying, and I appreciate it, with, like, trying to be woke. And, like, you're doing somewhat of a good job of a, a lot of that. But, like, you're just throwing it in. Like, like, you can just throw it in. You're not weaving it in to a natural state of, like, things coming about naturally. You know, and it's just, like, things are just thrown in. Like, we gotta add this. It's, like, you're just checking, you know, like, you have a checklist of, like, things, too. And it's, like, we gotta have a storyline where Betty's dad is a serial killer. Check, you know, or, you know, you're just, like, what if the Mothman showed up? Throw that in. What if this happened? Throw that in. Like, randomly. And, and it's like, these things are... I can't even... <laughs> I can't even deal with it. But even the things... Even when things are ridiculous. Look at Twin Peaks. Things were ridiculous as heck on Twin Peaks. But at least it was like... And there was no... You know, it was so ridiculous. But it wasn't bad <laughs> at it. It wasn't bad. It was like, this comes from the mind of a very weird individual, but like, y you know, it's so ridiculous that it's like, okay, then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what it is. It's ridiculous, but it's not bad. It's not like, you know, I don't know. I can't even, I can't even. And of course it got worse. It got bad after David Lynch left the writing team but we're not talking about Twin Peaks right now but like I thought you know maybe at first you know Riverdale it was like people were like this show is too ridiculous I can't watch it and I'm like that's a valid thing to say but like some people are watching it because it's ridiculous and they think it's funny like me you know the type of people that would watch Twin Peaks and laugh about how ridiculous it is you know <laughs> but like and I was here for it you know oh, you know, instead of burning her house down like a normal person, like, Cheryl, like, stands in the middle of her room in front of her fireplace holding the world's largest candelabra so she can just, like, drop it like a queen and set her mansion ablaze. Like, 
I'm here for that. It's so dramatic. It's so over the top. That's the kind of ridiculous I need. Like, or want, you know, it's like, that's fantastic, you know, but like, no, you know, even Cheryl, like keeping Jason's body in the basement to talk to, that's ridiculous, but it's also ridiculous in a way that I can be like, of course Cheryl would do that, <laughs> you know, like, of course Cheryl would do that, but like, that's even a little over the top. They could, they should have kept it at the level it was in season one, where it's like, Cheryl, you know, just stands on the ice until she falls through and, like, you know, Archie runs out there and punches the ice until he can find her. And, like, KJ actually broke his hand in that scene and he just kept acting. You know, I know these people are good actors. You know, that's, like, Leo level of commitment to a scene, you know, because, you know, so it's, like, these people are really good actors and they deserve better. And what makes me mad is, like, the writers can be better. They were better at the beginning. Even if it was a campy, cheesy, teen mystery on the CW, you could tell all the writers were, like, trying. You know, the people making the show were trying and were making it something fun and something, you know, with a common thread, with with plot and with things that made sense and, and, and a mystery that wrapped up and made sense when it wrapped up. You know, and you could tell what was going to happen before it happened, but, like, only, like, a moment before, which is exactly when people should figure out the mystery is, like, only a moment before they tell us what it is. Like, <laughs> you know? And, like, Cheryl coming downstairs to be, like, tell her dad, like, you did a bad thing, daddy. And it's, like, you know, Cheryl being creepy from the beginning... Cheryl's allowed to get away with a lot more ridiculous stuff than everybody else because she's Cheryl and she she plays it well and she talks weird but that's fine because that's her you know you can have one person like that you know but like everybody else should be at least close to normal and that was the name of the you know that's pretty much the meaning and name of the last episode I saw so I'm gonna stop it right there and uh I will leave off with a quote from the episode, but I honestly don't remember a single thing anybody said because I was just, like, dumbfounded at how ridiculous it was. Um. <laughs> so. Anyway. This probably won't be the last time I talk about Riverdale, but... I just wanted to get my first thoughts out there. I was just thinking about this and I was just like, I have to talk about this because it's so, ugh, you know, there was potential in the beginning and that's what makes me mad is there was potential and those actors, you know, ha have been trying so hard all this time and they are good actors and you know, you didn't even, and it doesn't even feel like you're trying. That's the thing. It's like, well, we can just throw whatever on there and nobody gives a crap. I feel like they're not putting a much, like, they're just, who cares? We're just going to have fun and do whatever we want and whatever we think is, you know, when we get bored with one storyline, we're just going to switch over to another one. It's like, you're not even, like, trying very hard and you're doing a disservice like, it's disrespectful to the fans, and it's disrespectful to the actors. And it's, like, it's not only that I have a problem with low-quality work, it's that I have a problem with a certain section of, of something giving low-quality work to people who deserve more than that. And they're like, the shippers are going to watch it regardless, so we'll just bank on them watching it. You know, I feel like that's what they're doing, and that's what has happened, and it's like... <sighs> You know, it's upsetting. <laughs> it's like you, the only people watching it now are shippers, except me. I'm like still hanging on, being like, what is this train wreck? But anyway, um, I just, it makes me mad on behalf of the actors. And they like Roberto as a person, and I'm sure he's a nice person. I feel like he is a nice person, and maybe it's not all him, and he's not the sole writer of the show. I know that, but, like, what is going on over there that this is happening? 
it's like he tried to do other shows at the same time and they just got all mixed up and like you're trying to take on too many shows at once or something and like can't handle it <laughs> like just do one at a time then because it could have been good but it's like you don't have to take every job that's offered to you because they're all going to fail and then you're going to have a reputation for being somebody who makes bad shows like you could have made one good show you know and had that as a legacy instead of like making a thousand shows that all suck because you can't handle more than one at a time or something like I'm sorry to be critical but that seems like might be what happened you know <laughs> it seems like it might be what happened so it's like I you know or you're farming out work to other people that you should be on top of and being like, this is not right. You know, this needs to be tighter and a better storyline, blah, blah, blah. You know, and overworking yourself is a bad thing and it's bad for your health. So maybe that's a problem. And it's like, maybe that's what the problem is. Like trying to do several different shows at once and you can't like, you know, keep track of all of them well enough to like, make sure they're good you know so it's like you know anyway that's all i wanted to say and i'm sorry to anybody i've offended or the people that work on that show because you know it's hard work regardless but like i don't like to be critical of things i don't usually you know want to talk about stuff i don't like that much but this is a show that I liked and that's why I'm talking about it because it's like it had potential and it makes me disappointed that they just like just stopped caring it seemed like. So it's like I want to talk about where this happened, why this happened and, and, and you know most of the criticism is funny as heck too so I'm not, I'm not going to start rewatching it soon. It'll be after Christmas at least you know because I want to do like podcast about some movies you know maybe christmas movies i'm gonna see we'll see but it i need a break too it's like that's gonna be a big task to take on it's like covering riverdale and uh it's just gonna be very bad <laughs> and maybe i'll do a season at a time instead of an episode at a time or something i don't know but We'll see when we get there because I, I need to find a way to do it that's not so strung out and like it would take forever. You know, there's five seasons, so I don't want to take on that big task really. <laughs> but maybe, maybe I'll do one episode at a time. I don't know what I would do. You know, I don't know what to do, but I'll, I'll figure it out later. Um, a better way to do it so it's not so long because I don't want to just like take it on and then have to do every single episode and then it's going to take like a, a year you know <laughs> I don't want to commit a whole year to that but anyway um that was just my some of my thoughts and with this you know it gives a lot of the information straight up you know <laughs> instead of just like um there's the bulk of it, the bulk of the things I have a problem with with that. So anyway, um, there's not going to be an ad in this because this is all I'm going to say and it's not, you know, uh, you know, whatever. It's not a very long episode, so I'm not going to put an ad in it. This is sort of in between Cruel Summer episodes, a uh, little thing that I just wanted to get some stuff off my chest. So there you go.